At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Oh, if I seem a little distracted, I'm having to engineer my own show, which I haven't done in, in quite a while, but I actually used to have to do way back in the early days. So it's a little bit different for me. Um, but I got a great guest in studio today. He happened to be in town, so I really wanted to catch him while he was in town. So I thought, okay, let, let's do it, even though I don't have my engineer. All right, so first we'll start, of course, as usual, with our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. So let's just kick it off and see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from Mike Dooley in the universe. It may seem as if others can add to or take from what you have and who you are. Yet at the end of every day, what you have and who you are is entirely a function of your thoughts, beliefs, and expectations. Ungawa, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe, always being a little playful with us. Um, yeah, so this is an interesting quote from the universe that, um, you know, it may seem like people can take away from you, take away from who you are, but actually nobody really can. And, and this is, I think, going to the heart of the idea that we are the creators of our world, of our universe, of our life, and that nobody can really take anything from us that we're not willing to give them. And that who we are as individuals, as people, um, nobody can diminish that. I mean, people can hurt us, people can disappoint us, you know, people can, can let us down, but that's a reflection on them. That's not a reflection on us. So, you know, when it comes to our different interactions, when it comes to how we work with people, a, a great deal of that has to do with our own expectations, thoughts, our energy, how we are showing up in the moment and how we are being in the moment. So, you know, if we're not coming into a relationship cleanly, if we're coming in with different expectations, if we're coming in trying to get instead of trying to give, yeah, then maybe they can take away from us because we weren't looking to give in the first place. Um, but that's more about us than it is about them. So, um, I think this is a great quote to keep in mind as we go through our days um, because really uh, nobody can take anything from us uh, that we're not willing to give. And if we're not willing to give it, they can't take it. Awesome. Oh, a great quote from the universe. Kind of a different one. All right, let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. Since you have control over what thoughts you offer, what could be more just then the powerful law of attraction responding equally to everyone who offers a vibration. Once you gain control over the thoughts you think, your sense of injustice will subside and will be replaced with the exuberance for life and the zest to create what you were born with. Let everything in the universe be an example to you of the way the laws of the universe work. Abraham. Uh, so a very similar quote <laughs> to the first quote in a way, um, and very, I think, apropos for our guest today, um, really talking about, you know, the law of attraction 
and and how equi- equanimable it is. Um, you know, people think like, oh, the law of attraction only works for like positive people. It only works for good people. It only works for uplifting people. And Abraham's thing is, no, it's a law of the universe, which means it works all the time for everyone, which means that friend or that coworker in the office who's always complaining about and has all these problems in their life, it works for them too because that's the vibration they're putting out. So they're going to keep attracting more of that. Um, the same way it will work for that very spiritually enlightened person who only sees the world bathed in love and beauty and always attracts beautiful and loving situations because it's the same principle. It's kind of like gravity, right? Like gravity works whether you believe in it or not. Um, and it works whether you're a good person or not. And it works whether you're a nice person or not, right? Things fall down regardless of who you are. And, and if you happen to be standing under the bridge, when a brick falls off of it, it's going to hit your head whether you're a good person or a bad person. Same thing with law of attraction. And it's basically, I think, what Abraham is just trying to get us to see. And, and actually, you know, this last line, I think, is very key. Let everything in the universe be an example to you of the way the laws of the universe works. That if we really can be very good observers of what's going on around us, of how things work, of what happens if you, we do one thing and something happens, we do another thing and different things happens, we think one way and one thing happens, we think another way and another thing happens, Right? That's the laws of the universe in action. So look at your life. Look at our lives, right? When we spread kindness, what happens? When we give, what happens? And I don't mean give from a place of uh, looking for approval or give from a place of looking to get, but just give from a place of overflowing, just giving from a place of love. The laws of the universe work regardless of whether we know what they are or not, or whether we're conscious of them or not, or, or who we are as a person. They work equally for everybody. And that is a very, very important point. I, Abraham doesn't often talk about this, but I think it's a very, very important point to keep in mind. And I hope uh, you'll see that this is how things work for you and for people around you regardless of whether you quote-unquote believe in the law of attraction or not. Things work whether you believe in them or not. It's amazing. All right, two wonderful, awesome quotes to kind of kick off this show. And now I'd like to introduce you to my guest. And before I do that, I need to turn the camera around a little bit, so give me a second. Oops, and let's get him. Ah, see, isn't he a good-looking guy? Awesome. So, uh, Andreas Pira is an author, philanthropist, entrepreneur, adventurer, founder of 19 companies, oh my God, under Blue Horizons Developments and the most awarded real estate developer in Southeast Asia. And he says, is it possible to manifest a hot cup of coffee by visualization? What about a successful career? As unlikely as it sounds, when a young homeless Andreas hit rock bottom, a friend gave him the secret by Rhonda Byrne. With nothing to lose, Priya used the book's powerful techniques to pull himself out of poverty and by age 30 became a millionaire. Amazing. And by the time he turned 35, he was a billionaire. So this guy is no slouch. And we're here today to talk about his book. Oops, let me hold it up for the camera. Uh, from homeless, uh, Andreas, you're going to have to hold it because I'm too close to the camera. There you go. From homeless to billionaire, 18 principles of wealth attraction and creating unlimited opportunity. Welcome to the Conscious Consult now, Andreas. Thank you so much, Sam. It's a pleasure having, having, uh, to be here with you today. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. And I know you're on a very rushed schedule while you're here in New York. I've got a million questions for you. We'll see how many of them we can get through. Sure. I'm uh, all for- yours. First thing I want to let you know is, do you know that Rhonda Byrne, in the original, original version of the movie The Secret, Abraham was actually in it, but when they decided to mass market it, they went to Esther Hicks and said, 
you know, we we think you're a little too controversial for the mass audience and we need to cut you out and I hope it's okay. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, and so she said, okay, because this is something most people don't know is Ron DeBurn got the whole idea for the movie The Secret when she went on one of Abraham's cruises because they do a cruise once a year to Alaska. I think they used to do different places before. Wow. But she was on one of their cruises, met all these amazing people, and that's what kind of triggered the idea for her to do The Secret. Sounds like a great trip. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wish I was on that one. Me too. Wow. So age of, uh, 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 how old are you, 19? Well, 19 when I was uh, decided to leave my home country, yeah. Yeah. Where are you from originally? I'm from Sweden. From I was Sweden. grown up. Well, I was grown up in a tiny little island oh. in Caribbean called San Andres. That's why they named me Andres. Oh. But I moved to Sweden when I was three years old and I lived there until 19, 19 and a half. And then I moved to Thailand, which I've been there almost 17 years. Oh, wow. Thailand. Bangkok? Uh, Phuket. Phuket. Phuket oh, Island. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wonderful. Wonderful. So y- y- when were you homeless? I became homeless. Uh, after my first year in uh, in Phuket. I oh, stopped. really? Yeah. Wow. That must have been something very difficult at the time to deal with. You know, when I was homeless, I thought that that was the worst days of my life. But mm-hmm. looking back at it today, I believe it was the best days of my life. <laughs> Isn't it funny how that mm-hmm. works? And this is something I say to people all the time, that you know we have this tendency to think that life happens to us instead of for us. And... Uh, and um, you know, and, and at the time we're going through sometimes our greatest challenges, we think, oh my God, this is so awful, I can't stand this. But once we get some perspective, once we, um, you know, see things a little differently, all of a sudden those challenges weren't so awful, were they? They were not. They made me who I am today, so I actually don't regret anything. I had to right. hit that rock bottom and realize that I'm much more powerful than I thought I was. Right, exactly, exactly. I was... I, I, got, I picked up this phrase from a friend of mine at a workshop a f- few weeks ago, but life happens for us, not to us. Exactly. Okay, so uh, when you were homeless, somebody gave you a copy of The Secret, the book? Yeah, because I was too proud and too embarrassed to call friends or family back home because uh, they really didn't want me to leave at the, in the first place. They were the ones who told me that you know, I should stay in my country, uh, I should get an education, uh, I should get a job. And then I, when I failed hard and was sleeping on those in that beach in Phuket, then uh, I didn't want to tell them that I failed tremendously. So right. the only resource left I had was an old colleague of mine that didn't have any connections with my family. And I mm-hmm. thought I might call him and ask him for, for, for some help or some money so I could move into an apartment again. And he said, well, I won't give you any money because I don't have any, but I will send you a book <laughs> that might cheer you up. And when he said that, I became even more angry, more frustrated because that was the last thing I needed. But to, to well sitting here today that was one of the best gifts i ever got and that was right. the secret it didn't change over day just having the secret but that book right. led to many others and i started ah. to wake up and that's what happened hmm. yeah isn't it kind of interesting it's like you get one little thing that kind of starts you on the path and it's like a breadcrumb and then you, you know one leads to another leads to another leads to another and uh, and before you know it, it's it's a few years later, and th- life is just completely different, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. Okay, you know what? Um, let's take our first break. We've got an extra minute, but let's take our first break. And when we come back, let's let's talk a little bit of your story of going homeless to becoming a billionaire, and then why you decided to write this book. Okay, absolutely. Awesome. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. listening to the talking alternative network are you stuck in a rut negative thoughts feelings and conversations got you down hi i'm noreen sumter the potentiator tune in every tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m eastern time and listen for new ideas on my show beyond potential live life your way on talkradio.nyc 
Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! What's that? (laughs) Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. Um, uh, right here on talkradio.nyc and on uh, Facebook Live, uh, facebook.com slash S-A-M-W-Y-Z, which is an old nickname of mine. Uh, so we're talking today with Andreas Pira, who is uh, uh, author of the book Homeless to Billionaire, who was homeless himself. And became a billionaire, and it all started with Rhonda Burns' The Secret. So, 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 tell us the story. So, so you're homeless in Phuket, in Thailand. A friend of yours sends you Rhonda Burns' The Secret. You start reading it. That kind of opens you up a little bit. You start reading other books. I'm assuming things like Think and Grow Rich, Magic of Thinking Big. You know all the classics. What like how what were like the first couple of little steps that things started to turn around for you and then mm-hmm. like what was the really big shift for you? You know when I was given the book I read it and I didn't believe in any of that. <laughs> That's how I started and but I was homeless on a beach and I thought for myself I might just continue reading it so at least have something to focus on instead of feeling sorry for myself all the time Ah. and i started to do the teachings and and uh, the visualizations and the meditations and goal setting Mm. even if i was on the beach i still had something to do but i did it to disprove the methods Ah. (laughs) you know i say that to people all the time i'm like don't believe a word i say but at least be open to try it and try it and then let me know what happens because you don't have to believe it but just try it And that's what I did. I started to disprove it, but I started to get the similar results as the book was telling me. And that was an eye opening. But I'm 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 happy that I didn't start with these massive goals. Once uh, that of most course, people say course, that yeah. most people say you should start with a million dollars or a Ferrari or that no, ten thousand. No, no, and no. I, I I thought I was gonna disprove it even to the smallest item. Yeah. So my first visualization and meditation there was a cup of coffee. Oh, Believe really? It, it was. Yeah. Oh. And I didn't know that I was doing something intentionally because when I was visualizing that cup of coffee, I could see it in my mind and I could feel the smell. I could feel the, the heat of the cup and I could already see that it was happening and I felt good inside of me because I had a cup of coffee. Mm. I didn't know that I was putting emotions into the images mm. on my mind. And believe it or not, two days later, a guy who uh, rents these jet skis and parasailings that uh-huh. on the beach, he came up to me and said, Andres, and uh, he said, I seen you sleeping on this beach uh, for, for quite a while. What is your name? Oh, my name is Andres. Okay, can I offer you a cup of coffee? <laughs> and that was two days after. <laughs> wow. And I really thought, this is just a pure coincidence. That this right. really didn't happen, but uh, let's try something else. Okay. And then, I, then th- the following day, I tried a lunch. Okay. And I was because I was eating this bowl of noodles every day. Yeah. That was the only thing I could afford, right? right. And uh, I started to visualize this lunch with, uh, I remember it was a steak with French fries and also a salad. Uh-huh. And I was starting to picture the restaurant and the colors uh-huh. of the restaurant, the waiter, what kind of clothes they had. And I was playing with my mind. Uh-huh. Another two days passed by. And an old colleague that I, the first job in Thailand I had was for a hotel giving out brochures, right? Right. On a beach walk. But right. uh, I met him and uh, we were working in the same department before I get homeless. And he's, he spotted me and he said, Andres, is that you? How are you? I haven't seen you for a while. Let me take you for lunch. Ah. And that was my second uh, epiphany, I would say. And that's when I started to understand that I might be into something. Right. And from that day on, I've been visualizing my whole reality. Wow, wow, that's amazing, that's amazing. And you know, but what you said before about the cup of coffee, I think, is really, really key, and I think a lot of people miss this. It's about how good it felt just visualizing it, thinking you had this cup of coffee. Because one of the things that Abraham says a lot 
And this, this for me, you know, because I used to teach the Abraham Principles. I ran a meetup group, a pretty big meetup group for Law of Attraction. But this really opened up Abraham's teachings for me. It was, it was this one line when Abraham said that um, the things are merely an excuse to feel good. And that if we can visualize having these things we want and we just feel so good, even though we don't have them, that we've raised our vibration, that that's really the most important thing, not actually getting them. That's extra. That's the cherry on top of the whipped cream. Hmm. But it's just feeling so good. And so when we visualize and we think about, oh, it feels so good to have this, even though we don't really have it, like that's the real juice. That's the really important part. I agree. They said yeah. it's it's the feelings that are the magnetic parts. It's uh, right. the thoughts mixed with the, the the emotion. That's what what becomes attraction right. and magnetic. So most people don't do that. They think they're just repeating something in their head. But you need to fill yourself with high vibrational frequencies, right? right. In form of emotions, and that's right. what propels everything to coming to you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So it sounds like you've really lived this. Okay. So now, how long did it? take for you to go from visualizing a cup of coffee and a steak lunch to like you know uh, um, let's like even before you get to be a millionaire to to like having a, a home a steady income and just like mm. things going well for you how about how long did that take it didn't take long at all because when i got my cup of coffee i got my lunch and then i started to form of belief that it works mm. and when you start to believe then you're, you're limiting your limiting beliefs more right so it comes mm. quicker and I started to visualize having a job I started to visualize having uh, a, an apartment again and I see my, I saw myself in office environments and mm. I saw myself having a, a, a manager and also uh. having clothes again to having a shower uh. and what I did I didn't understand about that moment but what we have missed in many of law of attraction histories is yeah. the word action Yes. Right? Yes. And but I took massive action after my visualization. I started to ask every single hotel, every bar, every restaurant, every office for a job. Ah, and okay. finally I got accepted after being rejected a hundred times, but finally right, I got it. And my right. first job was get, it was for a real estate agency giving out brochures outside their office. Okay. But that was enough to pull me up from the beach and get a tiny little room with a fan on. Oh, okay. And then I knew that this really works. Right. And from that day on, I started to visualize myself promotions. So I went from marketing uh, executive to a sales agent, and from sales agent, sales manager, and then sales manager, sales director. And after I, I become sales director, it took me another year till I opened my first company. And all this happened in oh, a four-year wow. period. Four years. Yes. So it's like from the time you were homeless on the beach till you opened your first company, it took four years of hard work. I was working visual. 18 hours a day. Wow. Mm. So you really put a lot of energy. Of course. <coughs> Excuse me. A lot of energy behind these principles. But I had a belief. I have a force. Mm. I had a drive because I knew it worked. But right. there is always hard work to any manifestation. Absolutely. You need to put in the time. Now, to go from opening your first company to being a millionaire, I mean, that takes a little bit of time and effort. But then you went from being a millionaire to a billionaire. What was that process like? Because, you know, I think most of us can conceive... Today, you know, a million dollars isn't quite as much as it used to be, so to speak. But it's like, okay, yeah, you do you do enough real estate deals, you do enough stuff, mm. you can make it to a million dollars. But how do you get from a million to a billion? That's a big chunk. You know, I feel it was easier to get easier. from that step than getting oh. to the million dollar because it's it's the barrier you need to break. But when that barrier is, okay. is broken and you don't really focus on your financial backgrounds anymore, you're safe. Uh. Then it comes easier because most times we're always worried that, oh, I don't have enough. How can I pay this? How can I that? But when you hit a certain number, then when you stop worrying about all this, actually the numbers increase much faster. Ah, ah. Yeah, so you said you hit that barrier. What really is that barrier? That was the first million dollars. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, but is it the million dollars or is it the limiting belief behind the million dollars? It just felt like a big number. So it ah, felt like it was hard to reach it. And that's okay. with that kind of mindset, of course it's hard when you think it's hard right but right, when i hit right. that it was like okay i'm a millionaire now and then i started to focus on others and i stopped focusing too much on the number right. but the numbers started increasing because i didn't put any friction to it anymore ah, i see i see mm -hmm. were there any visualizations that didn't come f true for you was there anything that you really wanted that just never manifested 
You know, a lot of you asked me that question, but anything that I have visualized has come into reality. Wow. It is true. That's amazing. Yeah. You got to be real careful but you with need that to, tool. <laughs> of course. But I, I, when I know if I have negative thinking, negative thoughts, I cut them before they become emotions. Oh, and if I okay. do that, I know they don't materialize. Because I imagine, I mean, look, mm. the, the world is the world. You, not every experience is a pleasant experience. You know, not every challenge is a fun challenge. You must have had a lot of challenges along the way as well. I still have them. Still, and still have them. <laughs> of course, right. But I don't see them as negative things anymore okay. challenges and problems or failures or hitting walls I, I do actually enjoy them because they're there to teach me something now. ah okay so you've learned that magic trick absolutely absolutely you know and that's the thing i i believe in so deeply that there's no such thing as good and bad you know and it's so hard for people to kind of get that concept because we're so ingrained from the time we're kids that, you know, some things are good and some things are bad. And if we get what we want, it's good. And if we don't get what we want, it's bad. But mm. really, it's all good, isn't it? It all depends how you um, how you react to it. Right. And But if you react to it in a good way, whatever happens, there is always a, a something there to teach you or harden you or to give you a lesson, whatever happens. Right. And if you see that from a distance and you observe it, there is only good. Right, right, mm. exactly. I, I like to say to people like to stop judging things as they happen and and not to say oh this is a good thing or this is a bad thing but just to say i don't know right if we can just remove the judgment for a day like i always say just put it off for a day you know this thing that happened to you maybe it's good maybe it's bad we don't know let's just reserve judgment for a day 24 hours and then you know what you do the next day right yeah you do the same thing. You put it off for another 24 hours. Yeah. And you keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off until finally with enough perspective, it becomes clear that actually it w it's all always a very good thing. Yeah. It's there because it's just preparing you for something else that it's happening for you, as you said, right? Yes. Yes. It's mm -hmm. all happening for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So quickly before we go to break, what kind of gave you the idea? What made you decide to finally write a book? about your experiences and I mean these are amazing experiences and definitely worthy of a book but what kind of was the inspiration for you to move forward I started to study success I started to study successful people successful authors law of attraction teachers and coaches and one that I felt that was speaking to me more was Joe Vitale oh I love Joe and, uh, Cigar Joe yeah well <laughs> I love him and I mean we, we become very good friends now oh, and really? when I when I finished the book Zero Limits I closed ah. that book and I said to myself, I'm going to visualize staying on, uh, being on stage with Joe Vitale one day and ah. thank him personally for everything that he had done. And I sent an email out of the blue a few months later and I invited him to Thailand to hold a seminar for my employees. And he replied and said, well, I do it. Oh, wow. And that's how I met him first time. And I told him my life story because I've always been kind of shy to tell people about my background and what I've been through. Right. But after I told him my life story, he said, you should write a book. And he inspired me and he motivated to actually wrote, write the book oh, to help others. So that's how, it, uh, how, that's how it started. Oh, wonderful. What a great mentor to have, Joe Vitale. He's amazing. Yeah, I really love Zero Limits, the whole uh, Ho'oponopono. I love that. I, I mm. teach that to people all the time. Wonderful stuff. Okay, uh, let us take another quick break. And when we come back, let's get into what are some of these 18 principles that you have in your book, okay? Absolutely. All right. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. right here on talkradio.nyc. And we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m. we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day.
welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Uh, we're speaking with Andreas Pira, author of the book, uh, Oops, From Homeless to Billionaire. Um, so, Andreas, af after your, your... By the way, I'm just curious. Uh, you invited Joe Vitale out to talk to your company, to your employees. How many employees did you have in your company at the time? At that time, I had around 130, 140. 130, 140. Wow. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, and so the subtitle of this book is The 18 Principles of Wealth Attraction and Creating Unlimited Opportunity. So why don't we, we don't have to go through all 18, but why don't we touch upon the five most important ones, you think? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the 18, I think they're all important, but uh, some, are, some are easier to adapt to and learn and otherwise takes time and years to master. And it's 18 principles I learned through trial and error. Some of them, uh, uh, I, I've taken it from uh, other people, role models that I've been following sure, through the years. And sure. some I've I discovered myself running my companies, right? right, right. But uh, one of my favorites, the law of vibrational giving. Ah, okay. That's one of my, um, I just love that. And I, I started to be more successful in life when I started to put other people in front of me and help and mm. thinking about how to help them and make them grow, make them more successful. Yeah. Then I started to see everything around me growing as well. Right. It's the idea of gifting influence. So, you know, one of the organizations mm. I'm a member of that I love dearly is the Evolutionary Business Council. It's founded by this woman, Teresa de Grobois. It's all about this idea of gifting influence and in that the more we help other people with our influence, uh, the more it comes back to us in many ways over. Exactly. And the universe sees that. And you see, this, piece, right. this person is of good. Uh, he's helping others. So let's give him more of that so he can give on to more. Right. And I do believe that. But it's the feeling you attach to the giving. Because most people, they, right. they give up in form of f f fear or scarcity. What is in it for me? Right. That's what they think. Right. And that's right. very right. dangerous. But... Uh, I give with just, I don't expect anything back because that's not my job. It's the universe right. job, right? <laughs> and you still feel good about it to be able to be in a position right. to help others. It can be anything. It can be an advice. It can be saying good day and have a good day and actually feel yeah. it. Because most people just say it with, it's dead. It's yes. not a, a feeling behind. So that's very important to, to, to think about how you feel every time you give something to something else. You have, right. to, feel, they have to feel great and you have right. to be of joy, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Mm. Okay, so the law of vibrational giving. What's another mm. really important one you feel? One I love is my affirmations that I've been doing over 16 years. Uh -huh. And when you put I am in front mm -hmm. of any affirmation, you're actually mm -hmm. talking to your soul, to your spirit. Yes. And you're programming your spirit to what, what do you want to be, what kind of personality you want to have. Right. And that's also uh, what I do every day. And I love to repeat that. I have it on my walls, on my paintings. And yeah, I am healthy, I am whole, I am helpful, I am powerful, I am wealthy, and all these kind of things. And I've been changing it through the years, but oh, I okay. am, it's important. Yeah? How many of those I am statements do you do you do nowadays? Now it's five that I'm repeating. Five yeah. over yeah. again? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, it doesn't have to be 20 or 30. No, of course not. Just focus on a few. Okay, yeah. great. Okay, affirmation. And then another principle is to lead a laser-focused life. <coughs> Oh, and I'm bad at that. <laughs> well, well, what I mean by that is most people don't really get anything because they don't know what they want. Ah, it's okay. just to be sure what is it that I want? What, what do I want to be, do, have experience and, mm. and line, them, line them down and, and, and write them down. They yeah. can be small things, can be big things, but at least you put a focus to your subconscious mind that this is yeah. what I want to experience, right? <coughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I know what I want. It's just I want several things. <laughs> There's nothing wrong to write those down. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. All and, right, cool. And another is to master your emotions. It's principle number 10. Mm. And we, we usually get drawn by our emotions and it's like we're living in default and we think that life just happens to us because we can't control our emotions. And we do bad decisions when we feel bad. Right, mm. right. But but so how would you respond to people who say, well, you know, if I'm if I'm controlling my emotions and I'm not being true or authentic? Well, I mean, how does an emotion start? It starts ah. with what with images in your mind. It starts right. with that with that voice in your head. Right. What are we focusing on? Really? Exactly. And then when it's a negative thought, then suddenly after thinking a negative thought, it leads to another ne negative thought, and then it becomes an emotion in your solar plexus, and you start to feel bad. Right, But right. I can now know, I'm an observer of my thoughts, so I can know this thinking, that these images or this voice I have in my mind, is it's not it's negative. So right. I cut it out before it becomes an emotion. Right, so it's like prune those weeds before they get too big in your garden of your mind. Exactly, kill the monster when it's small. Right. So. <laughs> very good, very good. Awesome. Uh, so that's a few of them, and of course, one of the most 
I would say yeah, very important of all these uh, principles is to be grateful for everything you have. Oh, I mean, yes. everyone hears it every day, but do you really practice it? That's the next question. Yes. Mm. Yes. And it doesn't matter. Even if when I was homeless, I could still be grateful for being on a hot beach and not a cold beach. It's always always something to be grateful for. It doesn't matter what you have or not. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, that's one of the things, especially with my coaching clients, that's always one of the first things I have them do if they're not doing it already is to start off each day with a gratitude log. What are all the people, experiences, and things in your life that you're grateful for? And just come up with a list. Absolutely. And just do it every single day. It's so important. I did it for years. Um, and I don't do it anymore, but still, I, I notice myself sometimes I can be just walking down the street and just thinking about my life and I can be just so grateful for my business, so grateful for my friends, so grateful for the opportunity I have. Um, yeah, I mean, just so grateful for being alive. Uh, you exactly. know, there, there's, It's a gift. It, it is. It's mm. a gift. It's an honor and a privilege. Mm. And, and, you know, I've heard... I have to find, I really got to find the link to the study. I think the HeartMath Institute did this study, but I'm not sure. But there was actually some organization that did a study of the different emotions and, and the different feelings and like what sort of the registers as a higher vibration, lower vibration. Infrared. And, and, the, and the highest vibration was gratitude. Yeah. The highest vibration. Mm. So if we can stay in gratitude, if we can always find something to be grateful for, mm. we're keeping ourselves in the highest vibrational state that we can. And you're absolutely right. And we, when we become aware of that, love and gratitude is the highest vibrational frequencies in the universe. And if yeah. we can adapt to that and, and try to have our body w- within that frequency all the time, I mean, that's when you really become magnetic and, yes. and attract those great things all the time around you. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And it's kind of like, yeah, as you said, you kind of become magnetic. You attract people to you. And, you know, I say to people all the time, like, you know what attracts you, right? When somebody is fun, energetic, lively, um, joyful. So if we want to attract people, then we need to become fun, energetic, joyful, happy people. And just by being that, we attract the very things we want. Absolutely. Everything starts with ourselves. And right. we, uh, we, we come in line with the same people that are in the same frequency. Mm. That's how we bump into people on a lift or a supermarket mm-hmm. or a bookstore or something. And it's because right. we are vibrating at the same level. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, of any of these principles, do you maybe have a little bit of a story from your own life that highlights one of them very well? Well, I say most of them, I, I, I live by them every single day. So I can see those clues. I can see those happening or what people call coincidences. They happen give, all the give time. Give us one little one. Give us one little one. Well, everything that I visualize comes to, comes to reality, right? And being yeah, grateful. Yeah. I mean, I start every day being grateful and thanks all the things that I already have. Mm. And the whole day pans out like that. And I, mm. I just, good things happen. Yeah. And even if bad things happen, they're just there actually to, to teach you something. So I still right. feel good about them. Yeah. So, so give us an example maybe. Mm. Well, we, we talked about being homeless. But give us like a more recent example maybe of something that the time it happened, it didn't seem like such a good thing. But, but now that you have a, a few months perspective, you look back and go, well, actually, it was really good that that happened. Well, just uh, not long ago, I, 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 I would say four months ago, I lost a very large uh, resort deal that I was doing in Thailand. Okay. And I lost it because uh, I just uh, purchased, I put a deposit on a big piece of land mm-hmm. and I spent money on my architects, graphic designers and engineers and, and architects and all that to, to make this resort. Mm-hmm. And then next month I see that one of my competitors have bought another piece of land uh, just 200 meters closer to the beach. Oh. And I already spent a lot of money. So I was devastated because I knew that even if whatever I start to to uh, to discover with with my competitor, that he had better prices, he had uh, better view, he had better concepts. So I, I was in a big. I, after investing all this money, I said, "What do I do now? Should mm. I still carry on and continue my development? But maybe I'm into a big failure or not." Yeah. But I, when I finally realized that it's too much of a risk. I dropped everything and I didn't do that project. Uh-huh. And I'm so happy that I didn't because another four months passed by. One of my architects called me and said, oh, we found a piece of land that I want you to look at. Oh, right? Okay. And when uh, I, I was sitting in my car, I was with the architect and driving close to that. And I saw after a while that we were passing my competitor earlier. 
Ah. And we were going closer to the beach. Oh. And then finally, when he stopped, he said, I would like to show you this land. The owner is kind of desperate to sell it. And oh, he wants wow. us to see if you're interested. So it ended up me being 100 meters closer to the beach than my competitor. Oh, wow. And by that time, when I just abandoned my project, I, I saw it as a defeat. Of but course, then, yeah. of course. And and also, you know, you lost a lot of money doing that, right? Because you put all the money into mm. it and everything else. Mm. So what looks to be, uh, at first blush, a, a big loss actually turned out to be a big gain. That was the biggest gain wow. happened because uh, we... Uh, we purchased the land. I st- invested the money again to my architect, engineer, graphic designers to, to make it look great. And it ended up with selling out that project in six months. And our competitors oh, wow. behind, they ended up with an empty, almost an empty half-sold project. And that particular project had won the most awards ever in, in the oh, province wow. I've, been be- I've been building. So that was just a blessing in disguise. So oh, wow. sometimes you don't know what's in line yeah. for you. So Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. You never know because sometimes... I say it all the time. Sometimes I feel like the universe has a much better imagination than I do for my life. Because when I think back, like even 10, 15 years ago, I could never imagine that I'd be doing today what I'm doing today and, and all the great things that are happening in my life. So, yeah, sometimes something better. Exactly. So don't get too devastated. I was devastated at that time, but it turned out to be something much better in line. So sometimes right, you don't know. Right, hmm. right. Amazing, amazing. Um with all the success that you've had, um, when you talk to people about these ideas, do you still sometimes get some people thinking you're crazy or like, oh, that's nonsense? Or now it's like you've got just got too much evidence behind you that people, whenever they listen, hear you talk, they, they listen to you seriously. Well, if they don't know who I am, which happens a lot in the ah, States right now, right, because right, I'm, right. I'm from Thailand, Asia. So, of course, people look at me a bit different, but I also... I already have a feeling of who I can talk to and not talk to. Ah. And it, I mean, I attract those people that are in line with my thinking and, 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 and my beliefs. So, um, and I'm cautious to, to not reveal my, my, my thinkings to people who doesn't understand it. I want to help them right. out, but some people are very hard to open up. Right. So that, mm. that's also kind of an important principle about not putting yourself out in front of people who are not going to be supportive. You know, sometimes we get so excited about something, we want to tell everybody about it, and then we, we, we kind of lose our judgment and we tell people who aren't necessarily thinking like that's, that's the best thing, and so they kind of put us down or they give us a hard time about it, and then we don't feel so good. Instead of really, you know, being wise about who we share our beliefs with so that we share them with people who are going to encourage us and support us and uplift us and really help us feel better about the thing but not feel worse about it. Absolutely. And it's the old saying, you become who you socialize with most. So make right. sure that you're around with people that follows the same principles, beliefs, and mindset that you have. And try right. to help others, but don't get too much on that side if you can't change it. Right, right. Mm. Yeah, because ultimately we can't really change another person, right? We can only change ourselves. Yeah. And then we can live as an example and hope they'll maybe follow up on the example, but we really can't change anybody else. No, that's true. Well, they have another brain, so we can't control right. that too much. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay. Well, believe it or not, it's time for the last break of the show. Um, so let's take this quick break and when we come back. Uh, We'll find out, uh, you know, what Andreas is is working on now after this book launch and and where things are going. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back after these messages. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Best designs for your life start at home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and host of At Home. Listen live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we talk to the very best professionals about interior design and the design that's all around us right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? 
I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Andreas uh, Pira, author of the book From Homeless to Billionaire. Hold up the book one more time for our audience, uh, Andreas. Um, so it's a wonderful book, great principles, definitely worth a read. Uh, you know, even if you're familiar with this stuff, definitely worth going out and checking because this is someone who's lived the life and actually done the the things that he's talked about in the book and lived by these principles. Um, uh, so, we're, and and the book is available like all the major places: Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all that good stuff. Yeah, exactly. It just uh, was released uh, two days ago on seventh. Ah, yeah. awesome, awesome. Um, so what got you to decide to, to actually write a book? Well, you said Joe Vitale before. Um, and then uh, you, uh, did you write it yourself or you wrote it with someone? No, well, I wrote it myself. And then Joe Vitale helped me to put chapters together. And oh. he, he also wrote, uh, wrote a few pages on the book and how we met and how good friends we are now and stuff like that. So oh, wonderful. he's also there. And Jack Canfield, he wrote the forewords to the book because I've been on stage with Jack Canfield as well. And oh, we become good friends. So Joe Vitale, Jack Canfield and me are in the book. And of course, I'm the author and wow, they helped yeah. me to, uh, to form it. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. And so do, do you have any other plans behind uh, the book? Is there anything that you're working on? Are you going to take the book, do something more with it, turn it into a workshop or something? Well, I have a lot of offers now, but okay. why I wrote the book is because I believe that I hope I can make a difference to others. Right. And I hope that if a homeless person can do what, uh, what he did, then anyone can actually materialize anything they have in the mind if to just learn mm -hmm. the principles and learn how to control their mind and emotions in a certain way mm -hmm. and we have to understand we live in a beautiful magical world we just have to see it that way right, right. and uh, this book yeah i already have speaking engagements and my whole idea Wonderful. is to take my other company in thailand success events we do seminars in asia and thailand oh yeah but i would like to bring it to here to the states and stay ah. on be on stage with successful people and empower others wonderful wonderful well i definitely have to connect you with Teresa. the Evolutionary Business Council, I think you'd, you'd fit right in with this organization. Perfect, thank so, you. Wonderful. Um, so you, I mean, you've been around a while. You've been around the block. Do you feel that people are a little more open to these concepts than maybe they were when you were younger, when you first got The Secret? Do you think that, you know, the general consciousness had shifted a little bit or are people still basically the same? I mean, we are in line with a major conscious shift. I believe that. Mm -hmm. And it's more acceptable now than it was before. But people still want proof. Yeah, People yeah. still don't believe really in it. They heard about it, but they need proof. And I was the same. I needed proof. So I, right. I started to do all these things to get proof or disprove it. But at least I took action. And that's what most people do. They, they hear about it, but they don't take a step right, to it. Right, right. So that's really people's biggest challenge is actually saying... Look, here's a principle. Try it. Take action behind it. Try it for yourself. See what happens in your own life. Yeah. And start small. small start small. Right. I, would, I would advise people to do that. I started with a cup of coffee. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's yeah. great. All right. I got to manifest uh, upgrade to first class tickets from the little trip I'm taking this weekend. <laughs> that will happen if you put your mind to it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, uh, so uh, I'm just curious for other authors, other people who, let's say, have had similar experiences to yours and now they kind of want to share their stories. Do you have any advice for them based on what you've been through yourself with creating this book and doing things? 
I would say if if you're a believer in it, write it down, help others. The, the uh, more you help others, the, we rise by lifting others, right? Right. And so the more you do it, the more you write, the more you get out there, the more success and the more happiness you get around you because that's we are born because of a reason and it's to help humankind to, to, to evolve into great human beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've achieved so much. What What gets you out of bed in the morning now? Like what... What, what dreams do you have now for the future? I get out of bed with gratitude mm. and I do that every single day. And I always have, I write 101 goals every year. So the first thing oh, I really? do in the mornings is to glance them and that fills me with power, with with a fire of passion and desire. And that's what gets me up because I want to reach those goals uh, every single year. So it, it propels me further because I have a purpose. I know what I want. Do, do you have a really, really big goal you'd like to share? My biggest goals now is to be able to stay on a on a big stadium with some amazing people that ah. I look up to and hold some massive, perfect seminars with them. So, yeah. Awesome. Save yeah. a t- ticket for me, okay? Of course ah, I will. Great, great, great. Um, I'm curious, how has your family reacted to all this over the years? I mean, when I moved to Thailand in the beginning, mm-hmm. we didn't talk for almost six months oh, because they were really wow. against me moving. They want yeah. me to get out of education, job, and stay in my country. But after those six months, we are have better connection than ever. They mm-hmm. come and visit me in Thailand every year, or I go ah. visit them in Sweden every year. And even my father, who was most against it in the in the beginning, he even bought an apartment in Thailand now, oh, and he really? comes to visit me every oh. every year. So we have a great connection now, and I'm very wonderful, happy for it. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Well, what would you say to people who, you know, because sometimes I find again, most of the people I hang out with aren't like this, but every now and then I meet somebody who watches the news all the time, reads the paper, sees what's going on in the world, and. Uh, you know the the craziness with this leader, leader in this country, that leader in that country. W- what would you say to the people who feel like just the world is going crazier and crazier? Well, you more the more focus you put on those things, the more you think is bad. So I, mm. I mean, I, I don't watch this news. I don't put my television <laughs> on because I just get programming with things that it's not good no. so yes the, the world might be upside down but you can still change your reality with what you focus on right and it's always going to be the since the early age of humanity we always have crisis it's right. always going to be crisis because we have people who think differently right so it all depends right. on how you uh, react to it or or don't so it's right. it, it all comes up to yourself right 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 yeah mm. you know and you saying that it reminds me i mean i don't i haven't listened to the news in ages um but it reminds me back when i used to run my law of attraction group and I, I remember asking people if anyone had any stories to share. And one guy raised his hand and, he's, and he said, well, I found something that worked really well for me, you know, because I think I was talking about not watching the news at the time. And he said that he had started to do some day trading. And so his first like two, three months, he did really well and he made money and he thought it was great. But then he started listening to CNBC all the time and listening to the news stations. And he said the month they started doing that, he said he lost all the money he had made. So he said, no, there's something wrong here. So what he did is he programmed the parental control on his cable box to block all of the news stations. So even if he flipped through, he wouldn't see them. And he said that since then... He, it was like four months or five months later that every month he made money trading because he no longer he couldn't even get the news if he wanted to because he used the parental control and I thought that was yeah. such an ingenious thing to do. You see, that's just a proven method that it really works. It depends on what you listen to and what you focus on, and that becomes everything around you. Right, right, right. Mm. How would you answer crit- critics who say, "Oh, but then you're not living in reality"? You know, there there are real things happening that we have to mm. deal with, like the environment or this or that. Well, what would you say to those critics? I would ask them, "What is reality?" Oh, getting <laughs> deep now. Well, they they just uh, focus on everything external from them, but they don't understand that everything is internal as well. So. I wouldn't put too much effort in that because I would end up in a discussion that wouldn't lead anywhere for a person who doesn't understand my point of view. Right, 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 right. Because if you can't even agree on the fundamental nature of reality, then, you know, you're really just talking about superficialities and then you're never really going to kind of get in agreement with things. Absolutely. And that reminds me, actually, you you, you talked earlier about uh, Joe Vitale's book, Zero Limits, and we talked about the Ho'oponopono, and I always thought it was a very interesting concept that the Hunas have in Hawaii 
that if there's something in your external reality, it's because it's inside of you. And by doing the Ho'opono prayer, which is, I'm sorry, please forgive me, I love you, thank you, that you're kind of cleaning out what's inside of you. So that, you know, as we said before, right, reality is, life is here for us, not to us. So if there's something in your life that's disagreeable, that's not the way you want, it's because there's something inside of us, right, that we need to kind of clean up. And then once we clean it up, then it disappears from our external reality, doesn't it? Absolutely. We're a mirror, as within, so without, every single time. And that's, we need to do the cleansing, and that's why we should embrace apology and say sorry if you do something wrong, and also be grateful, and that's the whole thing about Hoponopono as well, and be be a loveful, sharing person, and all these things, Mm. and it becomes a reality outside of you. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think you'll write another? I know that you just came out with this one. I don't want to push you, but do you think you'll write another book after this? I need a few years to get more content to the book, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. I'll, yeah. I mean, it was much harder than I thought to write the book. It took me 12 months to finish the book. Oh. And sometimes it's hard to get um, creative, I guess. But I'm happy right. that I didn't give up and persistence. And I get very good feedback from people who read it now. Right. But I haven't put my thoughts into writing another book for the moment. I'll, mm. I'll see how this pans out first. <laughs> okay, great, great. Well, Andreas, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule while you're here in New York to come in studio. I really appreciate you being here. Well, thank you so much, Sam. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. And, and I really appreciate your work. And hold up the book one more time for our audience. Homeless to Billionaire by Andreas Pira. Great book. Go pick it up. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, everywhere. Um, thank you for, for being here with us, Andreas. And of course, thank you, my loyal listeners, week after week for tuning in. I so appreciate you. And without you, there would be no show. And you know, I've been telling people that be- because of you and because of, I guess, uh, sticking around and doing this for nine years, I'm actually booked up with guests until the end of the year. So uh, we've really got a full slate ahead. I got some great, great people in store. So please keep tuning in. Um, Please keep commenting, whether it's on the video or on the podcast. Uh, You feel free to email me, sam at talkradio.nyc. And uh, if you have any ideas for guests, any ideas for topics, please send me what topics you'd like me to cover that I haven't covered, and I will find a guest for it, I'm sure. So thank you all for tuning in and listening. It's great to see you all, and we will talk to you next week. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. The best designs for your life start at home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and host of At Home. Listen live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we talk to the very best professionals about interior design and the design that's all around us right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? 
I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.